This is the first time. Chirp Radio's live storytelling and music series recorded at Martyrs in Chicago's North Center neighborhood. Here's your host, Jen Sodini. Up next, I am pleased to introduce Tim Barnes. He's hilarious. I love him. I'm a fan. He hosts the uh, podcast, It's All True. You can find it on SoundCloud. He has had conversations with Eddie Izzard, Greg Proops. He's been on NBC, BEZ, WGN. He's a regular at the Laugh Factory. With pleasure, I introduce Tim Barnes. Um, I'm a little worried because a lot of these stories tonight have been so poignant and heartfelt and um, I'm, I'm, I think mine might be a little superficial but this is a real this is, this is serious to me okay the, the theme is first blood I'm going to tell you about the first time I truly stood up for myself first time in my life because I'm not, I'm not um, the most aggressive person um, I really don't like confrontation. I don't even like to be around. A f- like in high school when there were fights, I saw that as the opportunity to go into the lunch line because the lunch line was um, very short at that period. I would actually start fights just so I could get to the lunch line. Um, but what I'm focusing on tonight is PE, which has always been enemy number one for me. You agree with that? Okay. <laughs> I've always hated, even when I was a scrawny little kid with all the energy in the world, I couldn't wait for that light at the end of the tunnel, which, according to legend, was senior year of high school. Um, apparently, this news trickled down in California, where I'm from, which is that in the senior year of high school, you don't have to take physical education. Um, and that re- that's the only thing that fueled me. Um, <laughs> for years as I pretended to want to catch the ball as I pretended to like just even care in general Um, and so it finally got to the point where 12th grade senior year of high school was coming up and I was very excited I was so excited that I threw away my PE clothes because I knew that this was just not something that was going to happen for me and I was very excited. This is like, it was like New Year, New Me. That's, that's what I thought, you know? So the first, <laughs> when you finally, I don't know, I don't even remember how this works. I've forgotten so much about school. Um, but you, there's a point where you get all the classes that you're going to take. And lo and behold, I had PE for first period. Okay. All right. So let's, let's rewind. I want to tell you that it's not just laziness, which my parents would highly suggest as the reason why I don't like PE. It's just that I don't believe in sports. Um, I just don't get... I just don't get what's happening. Um, It just seems like a very elaborate reason for exercise. Like, why can't I just run on a treadmill for an hour? Or why can't I take PE theory, you know? Um, and, the <laughs> and then for some reason, all of my life, I've always had the most out-of-shape PE teachers. Um, it's just a very b- bizarre scenario. So 
let's, uh, <laughs> let's uh, uh, rewind even further. I don't know why I keep saying rewind. All right, let's, uh, by the time I got to middle school, I was a lot, I was heftier than I was in elementary school because I had a summer where I was at my grandma's house and um, um, she was very lenient with what she, like I, I ate like a pan of biscuits every morning and stuff. Um, so I got a lot bigger. And I was uncomfortable with how much my thighs would rub against each other and then how much more developed my breasts were from all the other boys. Um, so that was like an added layer for why I didn't like it. And then on top of that, let's fast forward <laughs> to high school. I look at this, report, I look at this like, list of classes that I have to take and it's like with the least favorite PE teacher I could imagine. It was Coach Harris, who's a very big dude, um, and I was a very big dude. And he also um, uh, taught, the, he coached the, the football team, which, um, all right, so when you're a very big black kid, um, <laughs> you're like the football coach's favorite person. Like, he's always trying to rec recruit you for the football team. And I was just like, I got to go home and focus on Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> Because if you don't know, it began with the forging of the great rings. Uh, three were given to the elves, immortal, wisest, and fairest of all beings. Seven to the dwarf lords. Great miners and craftsmen of the mountain halls. <laughs> and nine, nine rings were gifted to the race of men, who above all else desire power. For within these rings was bound the strength and will to govern each race. But they were all of them deceived in the land of Mordor and the fires of Mount Doom. The Dark Lord Sauron forged in secret a master ring to control all others. And he poured into it his cruelty, his malice, and his will to dominate all life. One ring to rule them all. Thank you. One by one, the remaining lands <laughs> fell. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, and my parents didn't really feel the frustration I had about this. They were like, no, just take the class. And I wish I could just take the class, but if it wasn't for this revolution that was brewing in my brain. Um, so I went to my, let's fast forward, I'm sitting in my... Um, my guidance counselor's office. Um, and I think she was used to talking to a lot of rowdier kids and stuff, so my plight, which was basically, I'm in my senior year, I'm not gonna take this class, was just like, not something she wasn't used to. So she was like, why do you feel you don't need to take this class? And I was like, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Um, so to be honest, I don't remember the exact dialogue, but this is how it felt, okay? And so she basically said, just man up and take the class. And that was a big blow. That was a big blow to me. I felt the blood rushing up to my head. My parents weren't rooting for me. My guidance counselor wasn't rooting for me. She was going to make it so that I had to take PE for first period for the rest of my senior year of high school. This is the part that I, I thought sounded a little petty because a, a lot of these other stories are a lot serious, more serious than this. Um, 
and to give like like I've heard legend that you know at a, there was a time when people would shower um, during PE, but I'm in. I'm technically a, what people call a millennial, okay? So people, at least in my school district, like, no one showered, um, which sounds like a perk, but, um, but I've never identified with that moment in most, you know, stories about becoming a, a young adult in which people go to the shower for the first time and they have to deal, deal with that situation. But if the reality is that you have to especially if it's first period, you have to wake up in the morning, take a shower, go to school, be forced to exercise, get really sweaty and smelly, and then just put your clothes back on <laughs> while you're still sweaty and smelly. So, I, I don't know, I was very angry. But I knew that there was going to take a little bit of politics to get what I wanted, because I basically just wanted revenge. Um, <laughs> I just had to wait for the right moment. So I'm sitting there. There's like a couple days where the, the PE teachers are all going over their, you know, ridiculous excuses for a syllabus. And they're all hyping up this one day in which it's required that everybody has to wear their PE clothes. And I'm, I threw away, if you remember, I threw away my PE clothes. And I was not going to spend my parents' hard-earned money on uh, more. So, let's fast forward. Um, it's the day where everybody's supposed to wear their PE clothes. Everybody but me is wearing their PE clothes. And we're sitting what, what people call Indian style. Um, and my PE teacher, Coach Harris, says, he doesn't really direct it towards me, but he says, anybody who's not wearing their PE clothes, which is me, um, is going to have to run a mile. And so this is my moment. This is my Rosa Parks moment, everybody. <laughs> Every black man has one of these in his life. <laughs> um, I stood up and I said, no, I'm not, I'm not running the lap. This is my senior year and I don't have to. And he did what any dictator would do. He tried to reverse the situation and he said, anybody, if you don't run <laughs> the lap, everybody else is going to have to run two laps. And this was funny to me. I don't see what part of this he thought I was losing. I'm still not exercising. <laughs> and so he took it another level. He said, um, he, he called, he, he actually called my mother. He called my mom. He explained the situation to her. I think she was at work. Um, and it just must have sounded so ridiculous to her. And she, he handed the phone back to me, and my mom was, can you just run, run the lap? Um, and I said, no, mother. This is bigger than you. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than everything. Uh, long story short, let's fast forward. I'm in my guidance counselor's office. And it's like a Western, you know? It's close up on her eyes, close up on my eyes. The look on her face was priceless. And I did not have to take PE that year. Thank you.
Oh, it's on. 
You've been listening to a Chirp Radio podcast of our live storytelling and music series, The First Time. Our storyteller was Tim Barnes, and The First Time 4 did Big Payback by James Brown. The First Time 4 is Steve Frisbee, Liam Davis, Gerald Dowd, and Scott Stevenson. To hear more First Time pieces, check out the series' website, firsttime.chirpradio.org. And you can find the podcast produced by the station at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.